Warning, the following podcast is actually very, very raw because I did no preparation, I have no guests, and I was in my car. Okay, so I did the thing where I kept putting off doing my podcast because it wasn't going to be perfect because I didn't have a million pounds of equipment because I was in New York and then Italy and then, I'm sorry, not Italy, Jenny, Sicily, and then in New York again. Today, I just had so much to say and wanted to share as I'm packing up and leaving Houston, and I just recorded this following thing on my phone and I realized, you know what, this works. And so from now on, I'm going to commit to doing something at least once a week, even if it's on my phone, even if it's crazy, because I need to do what I preach, which is even if it's not perfect, just effing do it. So the following podcast is about hope and about hustling and two things that I think we really need in order to get what we want. And we were taught to hustle from our Asian parents, but were we really taught to hope? I don't know. So hope you enjoy, and thank you for your patience. So I haven't done a podcast in a really long time because lots of things are really crazy right now. And it's so crazy that I'm actually recording this while I'm driving back from dropping the dogs off. But basically, I am moving to New York. And so after having been in Houston for about, I don't know, eight years, I don't even know where to begin. But the bottom line is, as I'm preparing the move, packing my life up, figuring out all these appointments, selling my car, renting out my house, finding an apartment in New York, trying to find a job, interview, la 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 la. People have been asking me, like kind of in shock, like, you're moving to New York, Um, you know, with a few weeks notice, really about a month. And the question that keeps popping up is, I don't know how you do it. How do you do this? And I don't think they mean literally, like the logistics, because logistics are a pain in the ass, but step by step, you can do them. I think the question that they're asking is, because they say this phrase, oh, I don't think I could do that, I could never do that, or I can't even imagine. And I'm curious what this phrase means. Does it mean that you couldn't imagine moving to that city? Or that you couldn't imagine making a big move that quickly? And so I definitely think this is a common mentality, you know, not just among Asians, but with people in general, I think there's this fear, and I don't want to say it's fear in a bad way, but this apprehension of making a big change in their life. And I guess for me, oh, there's my navigation going off. I guess for me, that's always been something I've always done. Um, You know, I went to South Africa for about 10 months. I will quit my job if I don't feel like I'm being treated right, obviously, after much contemplation and negotiation and discussion. Um, I started a business, and well, I didn't make millions of dollars either time I did these things, I don't regret a single move. And so these big moves, um, people always look at me with a little bit of like, what are you doing? But also like apprehension and awe at the same time. And I look back and I don't think any of them were that great leaps. And so that begs the question, how do you do it? So it being a big move or a big change in your life. And I wonder how many people out there have this thing in the back of their mind that they've always wanted to do. You've always wanted to learn this skill or take this class or visit this country or apply for this job totally not in your industry or ask that cute girl out behind the counter. I don't know. Um, Is that sexist? I don't know. Okay, ask that cute boy out behind the counter. Uh, And I really don't know what the secret is. I think the secret is just first manifesting and accepting what you want to do. Um, I'm really lucky that I have a group of girlfriends. Holy hell, are they awesome. 
We manifest our goals. We talk about our goals. We share it with each other rather than these secret dreams that we don't want to tell anyone, you know, and maybe it's our background, you know, like I didn't share any of my dreams with my parents. And that's sad to say, and I'm not sure why. No, I know why. The reason I didn't share my dreams with my parents is because they would just be shot down. Um, and I'm sure most of you feel the same way. And not that they're not supportive. They are so supportive. You know, they paid for my school. They paid for my food and housing and clothing. And I didn't get an allowance, but I never wanted for anything. But when it came to dreams and inspiration, when you said, oh my God, I want to be an astronaut one day, or I want to be a painter. No, you're going to do something practical. And then you can do that on the side. Maybe not even on the side. Maybe just focus on the practical. And, you know, we were the Asian kids that took ballet and jazz and math and reading and Chinese school and all of those things. And while that gave us a very well-rounded perspective, it was never something we could pursue. Like, we, they didn't want us to be a ballet dancer. They just want us to be well-rounded, which is great. But I divert. So bottom line is, when you really want something, do you share it with other people? Are you telling your friends what you want? Or are you afraid to tell them? Because if it doesn't happen, it's embarrassing. And I get that. Sometimes we don't want to tell people our goals because if we don't get it, it seems like a failure. But I'll tell you right now, if you don't share your goals with people who will support you, inspire you, test you, challenge you, and even prod at your ideas and help make it better or help you make it happen, if you're not sharing your ideas and your goals in life and what you want, it's not going to happen. Because things don't manifest on their own. I think you need a community. I think you need a support. I think you absolutely need a network. When I was younger, I used to think, oh, I don't want people to know I'm my dad's daughter because, you know, people knew him in Chinatown because of his business. And I don't want to get anything because of it. I want to get it on my own two feet. Well, that was dumb and naive. Nowadays, if you have a network, if you know someone, if you're old enough to have been job searching, you know that most of the jobs you get, the opportunities you get, the clients you get are through referrals and word of mouth. And who knows you? And it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. And so if you're not out there sharing what you want and what you need, hey, I opened a business, like my Facebook page, or hey, um, I have this new idea, I'm looking for clients or support or stakeholders, you just got to share. And so I was looking at my Instagram, and I have this Facebook chat as well with my friends, and it's called Stephanie is moving to New York. Um, back in December in 2018, we were celebrating New Year's at my friend's apartment and I looked around and I was like, holy crap, I kind of want to be here. You know, for a long time, I never thought I would want to live in the city. It's just not for me. And I don't even know if it is 100% for sure. But for me, what drew me was the community. I had been without my best friends for 10 years. We had always lived in different cities and pulling into my garage. And when I was there with them, I thought, man, this is where I want to be. I also have my niece and nephew here, um, my cousin. I have so many people that I know from CYC. And Houston is amazing. I had such a huge community. But for some reason, in my gut, in my soul, I thought, I kind of want to be here next New Year's. And I didn't know what that meant. I don't know if that meant I was going to take a plane ride and come back and celebrate New Year's again um, in New York. But I told them and I said it out loud, of course, apprehensively. I want to be here for New Year's 2019. And of course, they cheered and screamed and we cheers and we made resolutions and we talked about what we wanted for ourselves in the next year. And we each picked a word. We picked a word that summarized 2018 for us. I don't remember what my word was, but then we picked another word that summarized what we want our 2019 to be. And it's halfway through the year and I can share that my word was elevate. I wanted to elevate my life. I wanted to elevate 
my job, which was okay at the time, but would soon lead to a very horrible, toxic and abusive relationship with my boss. Um, I wanted to elevate everything, really. I wanted to elevate my mentality. I was stuck in this mentality where I ran my own business for a few years, didn't feel like it was as successful as I wanted it to be. Then I started working full-time at what I thought would be a prestigious and awesome experience at uh, Houston Grand Opera. Wasn't as great as I thought it would be, uh, mostly due to upper management. And I don't care. I can say whatever I want. Um, And I just felt stuck. I felt like something wasn't right in my life. I'd been searching and searching for so long. And I don't know why I thought the answer was somewhere else. But sometimes I think when you clear away your mind and you listen to your gut, I think sometimes you know where you want to be and what you want to do and who you want to be around. And at that moment on that day, I knew I wanted to be in New York with my friends. And so I did it. I started job hunting. Um, I kept trying to make stuff at work work out for me. But I knew in the back of my mind, if I continued to be treated with disrespect, I my backup plan was New York. It wasn't finding another job in Houston because I had looked in Houston and it just wasn't for me. So things happened um, with my job that I will get into later. Lots of crazy drama. Uh, but, you know, with my partner... We both started looking in New York. We were both looking for something different in our lives. We were both looking to elevate. And I think that's the other thing that's important is the friends you surround yourself with and the partner you choose needs to elevate you. You basically become the sum and then the average of whatever your partner is. You know, add the two together, divided by two, and that's who you are. If they are a slob that sits on the couch and watches TV all day and eats junk food and does nothing, that is what you're going to end up doing. And so I think I'm lucky to have a partner who's always striving for more, who's always looking to better himself and ourselves and his life and just in every way possible. And that's really pushed me as well. And he found something. He found something before me. And the moment that he got the job offer to New York, I jumped at it and am moving with him. And I'm doing interviews along the way. I've had a few. And I'm really excited. And while it's scary and everyone in my life that is risk averse told me, don't move to New York without a job. Well, what am I going to do? Stay here and wait while he does his job in New York and lives his life? That's just not how I want to live my life. I want to be with my partner. And everyone who has been mentoring me that I look up to has told me, you know, you're going to find a job much more easily if you're actually in the city, especially that specific city, you need to be there. And so I took the leap and we rented out the house and we sold our car and we found an apartment, which was hell in New York. It's ridiculous. I could have bought like five Texas houses in the time it took me to find a New York apartment, which should be its own damn podcast on how to find a freaking New York apartment. Cause there's so many red tape and leaps and regulations, I wanted to freaking shoot myself. But again, because I had a community, I had support and it was possible. So back to the whole point is when people ask me, how are you doing it? How do you do this? I can never do this. That's not true at all. You can absolutely do whatever the heck you want to do. You just have to one, want it. Two, say it out loud. Three, share it with people who will help you on your journey or your quest. And four, just effing do it. Like, really, the only reason in life we don't do things is because we're scared. And I think that's why I named my um, company More Moxie is, what is the point of living life scared? Like, why? What are you scared of? Rejection? Maybe failing? Um, I mean, short of bankruptcy and death and STDs and addiction, like, those things you should avoid. I mean, be smart, you know? I'm not 
I, I carefully budgeted what, what I felt like I could afford. I looked in a range which I felt like my salary should cover. And yes, I don't have the salary yet, but I have the belief in my own skills and abilities and to get that salary within a few months. And yes, that sounds crazy. Gosh, you know, the arrogance is astounding. Like that's what I hear in my head that my family would tell me is, how can you be so sure? But the thing is, I've done it every time in my life. And whenever people thought, okay, you can't do this. Like I wanted the opera job. I went after it. I got it. And golly, I sound disgusting just hearing it. But here's the thing. I don't want us to feel like confidence and optimism and hope is arrogance because it's not. Because when you back it up with research and practice and studying and networking, when you back it up with the work, hope and possibilities and optimism is not arrogance. Arrogance is just thinking you're better than everyone else. That's not how I feel. Arrogance is thinking, I don't have to do anything and it'll just come to me. I'm just lucky. That's not how I feel. And none of my friends are that way. And my partner is not that way. We put in the work. I contacted hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of people on LinkedIn and got a couple of connections. And I found one connection that ended up being a recruiter who ended up giving me a call, who connected me to someone at the Met. And while these connections are still tenuous and I'm still working on them, the, the, the thing is you have to hustle. So you have to hope, but you do have to hustle. And I think if you hope and you hustle and you stay humble throughout, why the heck not? Why are we not taught as Asian kids to just hope for these wild dreams and want these crazy things and to always play it safe and not take risks? And I'm getting so worked up because I feel like my whole life I've lived it this way, you know, jumping and leaping. And I've always been told, I leap too fast and I want too much. And for once in my life, I don't want to feel bad for wanting too much. I want it. I want a great job where I'm respected and I want it to be mission driven and I want to change the world and do positive things. And I want to be around people who are positive and hold me up and support me and believe in me and pick me up when I'm down. And I want to do the same for other people. And I just, I want everything. And I want people, especially us Asian kids, um, children of immigrants, I want us to want more. I want us to believe that we can achieve anything we put our minds to, whether it's traditional or not, whether it's safe or not. And while you should, should, should still have backup plans, you know, um, I realize I'm in a very privileged position where I have the ability to go without a job for a couple months and search for my dream. I understand completely that not everyone can do that. But I also challenge you to think outside of your nine to five. If you have to have your nine to five and you have to pay your mortgage and you have kids and you have all these things you need to do, I get it. You're an adult. You have responsibilities. Do those things. But damn, you've got another eight hours in your day that you could be doing other things. Hustle. You know? I watched a little bit of Gary Vee and well, mm, I'm going to keep my comments on him to myself just for now. There are a lot of things he says that I agree with. Like, what are you doing with the rest of your day? Hustle. You want something? Go do it. Like, I would wake up in the morning and for like an hour in bed, no joke, not good. I deleted Facebook, but I would be on LinkedIn for an hour in the morning. And then before I go to bed at night, you know, not good again for sleep. Don't do that anymore. But did it while I was hustling. I would re respond to messages and it works. Like, every little connection you make, every soul you reach out to, every smile you give that leads to a conversation, networking works, hustling works. If you want something, Freaking think it in your head, say it out loud, manifest it, go after it, and seriously. So when people ask me, how do you do this? How could you do this? I don't do anything that nobody else could do. Absolutely not. Um, not a great student, don't study very hard. 
pretty lazy, honestly, unless I want something. But I do believe that if you ever wonder and see someone else's life and you wonder how do they do it, you could absolutely do it and have the same thing. So hopefully this super short, super crappy, super um, unprofessional podcast will tide you over for now. I'm hoping to be back soon in the next few days. I'm going to Houston Chinese Youth Camp, CYC, which actually kicked off this whole podcast series with Sincera in the very beginning and hoping to have some really amazing guests next week. And I guess by saying it and committing it, I now have to lug my 50 pounds of equipment to camp. But it'll be worth it. So thank you for your patience. So sorry we've been gone for so long. Packing, moving, interviewing, finding an apartment, flying back and forth. Oh, so oh, also went on a trip to Italy for Bachelorette with my best friends. And so life has been crazy, but I'm going to be back on it. And so if you do have any topic ideas, if you have any questions, definitely please follow on More Moxie. Get More Moxie? I don't even know. At Get More Moxie on Instagram. Um, I'll add the little spiel at the end of this later. But talk to you guys soon. If you like what you heard today, follow us on Instagram at Get Raw Podcast. That's G E T R A W Podcast. Like us on Facebook at Get Raw Podcast and find out all the ways you can subscribe at our new website, getrawpodcast.org. If you have any questions, comments, ideas, or simply want to share your thoughts, it would make me super happy to get an email from you at stephanie at getrawpodcast.org. You can find the links below any podcast description as well. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time. The music used in this podcast is by Kevin McLeod. It's licensed under the Creative Commons and it's called Glitter Blast. Glitter Blast.